So you can join in one 866 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Now I got Anthony Broom coming up, and Superfly just texted me, hey, show killer Zane uh, is on hold right now. Eric Zane from the world famous Eric Zane Show podcast. Make sure you download it. It's one of the best out there anywhere on this planet. Uh, Superfly, would you apologize later to Zane for calling him a show killer? How you doing, my man? Hey, you know what? I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I, I take that as a point of pride. I'm really I'm disappointed well. that Superfly would do that, thinking I'd keep it quiet because me and you, yeah. we're as close to right. Step Brothers, the live version, that anybody would ever understand. Oh, without a doubt. And I'm just sitting here enjoying the huge show. And, Bill, I wanted to weigh in on what uh, camp I'm at for Michigan quarterback. All right, so J.J. or Cade, who's your QB1 for the Wolverines? Well, before I give you that, isn't there a third quarterback? No, there's just... Who was the, who was the guy that uh, got the end zone and, and RG3 made a comment? Oh, that was... Uh, he was running the um, Wildcat. I think that was Stokes. Um was the oh was the third guy? Oh, I yeah. I thought there was a, a who was the guy whose last name is O R J I. What? Who was that? Uh, Kyle Orgy. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> wait, wait, I like I like that guy. Well, I, I mean, you do. We got we. I my vote is for Kyle. Uh, I think I think you said his name. I don't want to say it. I, I might be saying it wrong, and I, that's why I'm looking it up right now to make sure. Oh. I, I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, that. I mean, let me let's just say this: if that's your name, it might be your guy. I think. I think the. No, no, that's not the way RG three said it. And if you can survive elementary school with that name, you want him under center. Because that's a t- that's a tough cookie who can uh, all the uh, ribbing. All right, I know. I'm 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 trying to. I I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing the name the right way. And and pretty sh- pretty sure that that's Kyle uh, Kyle Orton. Did you did you play and, did you play the audio on the Eric Zane Show podcast? Oh, of course. Like it's Alex. Times. It's not Kyle. It's Alex Orgy. Oh. And I think his real name, no, I'm looking at the enunciations and pronunciation guide for Michigan football. It's Ojai. Ojai. Oh, that, well, that's a French word to begin with. He's from so, France. He came over. He's, he, was a, right. he was an exchange student in Greenville, Michigan, and yeah. Alex Ojai. I think uh, I think Alex, after the game, they asked him about that, and he said, you know, it's always a group effort. Here at Michigan, and uh, and I, I can see, and he talked about group action. So I think that is, I think that's who you want is uh, is is Alex or leader, the leader of the group. I, thank you, Eric Zane. I appreciate uh, the call. Welcome to the Extension Podcast. I cannot get over the fact 
that the guy's name is Alex Orgy. He's a freshman. And if this guy, okay, who gives a shit about the JJVK'd thing? All I care about is, you know, the aspect of a player whose name is Orgy. You know, it was bad enough when at Michigan there was a guy named Jake Butt. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can you can get away. I mean, you can wear out that joke. But, but, but is wide open. Uh, uh, he's the tight end. Tight end Jake Butt. And that eventually kind of, you know, it, uh, he was a quality player and his name was said quite a bit during his career at Michigan. And uh, it just, it became a, uh, you know, no big deal that the guy's name was Butt. There's Butt wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Butt. And it just kind of faded away. No one really gave a shit that his name was Jake Butt. Uh, it, it, we became desensitized to that. But this guy's name is Orgy. Alex Orgy. And that is too much, too much to bear. It That is incredible. Oh, my God. Makes me so happy to know that. And, and I, th- the future looks bright for Michigan football. Not about the team. I mean, who gives a shit about the team? I mean, I don't take this stuff seriously. I'm just all about stories. And if you've got a guy on the team named Alex Orgy, That is a story. Right after I got off of that phone call with Bill, some, uh, some humorless twit got on there and started talking X's and O's with Bill. It's like that fucking sucks. No, we were doing great. Why did you have to go to that guy to give us the, uh, the big hot take on Michigan football? Another insider. Welcome into the Eric St. Joe podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures right here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. I need to uh, stress, I didn't post this uh, for some reason yesterday, but uh, I do have Deer Meathead coming up in about 50 minutes at the top of the hour. Uh, In fact, I might have a few questions in the uh, in the queue if you will but not many uh eric at ericzaneshow.com if you have a uh, question for dad i definitely do need a few eric at ericzaneshow.com on the shoreliners striping inbox for when dad comes in here so uh hello to you all as always a lot has transpired um I'm not sure what happened here. Um, well, no, I actually do know what happened here. And this was, this was ugly. Uh, so first of all, um, on my dad's truck, couple of updates. I took it over to Irvine's to figure out why it stopped running the other day. And good news. They said, okay, it's a ground issue, 
Now, that sounds like an electrical thing to me. They go, well, we'll figure it out. It, it's all, it's going to be all set today. Well, then they took it out on a road test afterwards. And this is incredible. They found another issue. Now, I had known of this issue, but I hadn't said anything about it. So occasionally when you stop the vehicle, the, the front brakes feel like they're pulsating really fast. And you'll, it, uh, and I don't think that that's definitely, well, I definitely know that that's not supposed to be, but I didn't say anything. Who gives a shit? It's a 20 year old truck. I don't, I think a lot of people do this with their vehicles. Ah, whatever, fuck it, man. Until like, it's, you know, a major problem that you're smashing to a bunch of kids getting off the bus or something like that. My God. So they repair the one problem. They take it out for the road test. They come back. They go, Hey man, you got more issues with this thing. I go, what are you talking about? Yeah. The ABS, uh, I don't know. Something with the anti-lock braking systems about to explode. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sure this is only like a $3 part, right? Oh no. Okay. So, you know, um, they're going to fix that. But then Diana comes in here and I give her the news and she's like, I think it's time that the truck finds a new home. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I think though we're close. I think it's really close where I'll, you know, let this settle down. I don't drive it that much, but it seems like every time I take it out, I find a new costly thing. So, you know, in the past, uh, that'll be like in the past three months, I would have spent roughly $2,500 to keep this thing on the road. Uh, I think she's on to something. I think it's about time. I would have to go like three years without any trouble mechanically with this thing for me to be comfortable with the money that I've just spent on this truck. This truck may need to be in the hands of, of a, of a DIY pro, you know, and good news. I am surrounded by these types of people that live around me. All these, uh, gear headed grease monkey type of MAGA hat wearing scum who fix their own vehicles. Um, I could do that. And in fact, I could probably get like $50,000 for this truck. I'm curious off the, off of, uh, how much could I get for it? Let's see. What year is this truck? 2003 Chevy Silverado 1500 for sale. Well, none of them are as fucked up as mine. See, these are all good looking ones. Fair condition. nine thousand dollars prices starting at six thousand nine hundred and ninety five dollars i was thinking five hundred dollars there's no way really okay it says prices for a used 
03 Silverado range from $1,845 to $39,994. What should I pay for a Silverado 1500? Okay, that's a brand new one. I don't want that shit. How much? Okay. So, I guess I might have to look at this thing in the Kelly Blue Book. I don't know if there's a category for a rusted out, completely destroyed body. I Honestly, I don't think that this is... Uh, Paul says trucks are luxury vehicles nowadays. How does he not go to Kelly Blue Book first? LOL. That's a good idea. I didn't even... Kelly Blue Book. But, you know, I don't want to do this all now. There's a few steps that you have to jump through in order to make this happen. And that would waste everybody's time. We're not going to do that. But that needs to happen. Without a doubt. Um, more issues. So... You know, being that this is an older vehicle, I uh, I change my own oil in this car with, um, you know, with Jason Mays being the uh, JM Synthetic sponsor for the longest time. I would get, uh, I'd get my little oil change kit. I'd have my, my uh, container of AMS oil and my, uh, my filter and I can, I can handle that. I mean, you don't even need to jack the truck up because it's so, it's so much lift on the thing. Just a wiggle under there and, and change the oil. No problem. And I've been very successful doing it. Um, I think, okay, so you the oil's in the pan, and then um, what most idiots do is they then dump the oil, and you, you're thinking that I'm going to say, like, in the backyard. Uh, I used to actually do that, but no, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Uh, I, I put it into milk jugs. And then, okay, I think what you're supposed to do is have that um, properly... Uh, disposed of. And I think honestly, I could just take it to Irvine's and say, Hey, you mind throwing this out for me? Um, which is probably something I should do, but do I do that? No. Um, what I do is I've got a collection on the top shelf of this, uh, pantry style cabinet in my garage. So you've got, it's tall. It's like, you know, uh, seven and a half feet tall. And, uh, at the top shelf, it's just, um, milk jugs full of oil there's like five of them up there now i should probably get rid of these because as you know it's either get rid of it now or if the day comes that i ever move out of the house um hide these in the attic for the next homeowner i said i had five up there now there's four because well i didn't know it at the time but I guess one of these had a leak and I was not aware of this. Now, I cannot believe that I uh, put the funnel into the milk jug, tipped over the pan and filled it up with oil and then did not have an incident right there where I could see evidence that it was leaking. Unless, of course, this leak developed over time, which I don't know how the hell that happened. Maybe the oil was too hot when I put it in there that's entirely possible. There's about a million possible things that could have happened here based on my own stupidity, which is profound as you know. Okay. So, um, 
there was, for whatever reason, I opened up that um, that cabinet as as the immortal Jason Mays from JM Synthetics is actually here. He says, find someone in your area that uses waste oil for garage, pole barn heating. They will gladly take it off your hands. Really? Pole barn heating? You hillbillies take used motor oil and and heat and use it like that? You burn it? Well, you are a uh, crafty bunch. You really are. That's the thing about you hillbillies in places of of uh, Michigan like Ionia. You can earn. I mean, in a pinch, you could get away with like earning only like a thousand dollars a year, and you could live rich because you probably live off the land. Uh, if you get hungry, you just eat your pets. Um, and you're, 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 you're crafty. You just do shit. You fix shit. That's incredible. They have special furnaces that burn waste oil. I believe it probably invented by one of your kind. Incredible. All right. Well, anyway, So the top shelf is where these all are. One has uh, emptied all of its content. So the contents of it were in the container. And over time, I, I didn't keep this cabinet open, uh, but it, it pooled on the top shelf and then cascaded down and uh, onto the second shelf. And it went all the way down it is like the niagara falls of used motor oil and just shy if you were to take all of those shelves that actually could uh was able to hold all of the oil like puddled and and each of them and i was none the wiser god knows how long it's been there and i'm like holy shit this is incredible and uh so i was like well this is an absolute catastrophic mess that I must clean up now, but, um, it, what a pain in the ass that was. I think I, um, this is why th- this is perfect. You know, um, I refuse to get the oil change professionally for that truck because it's 20 years old. So, you know, I'm going to do it myself. So now, um, I've got an hour's worth of my time to clean up this mess and like, 15 gigantic rolls of paper towel in order to absorb all of this and throw it away. And so it's probably, if you were to go back in time, the cost of that oil change probably was like $400. Fuck. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. So a bit of an issue yesterday. That's how we finished our night here at the old Eric Zane show podcast household. Thank you as always for being here. Part of the show. There's several ways that people are enjoying it right now, but a lot of them are going to go away. The show is uninterrupted on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. I give the handful of minutes on the open away to the folks on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, but, but, I'm encouraging you to right now go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and uh, give yourself a little username there. And then um, 
you know, hit the follow button and you'll know whenever I go live. If you're really feeling froggy, subscribe while you're there. Subscribing for free with your Amazon Prime account is a terrific way to get the show minus any type of uh, commercials that happen during and throughout the live stream. You don't have to, but if you do that, it's uninterrupted. And it's with your Amazon Prime, so it's cool. You get one free one a month, but each month you must sign up. Okay, and you'll know it when it's not active. I would just put a reminder in your phone. It doesn't renew automatically is what I'm telling you. And as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Or you can listen to it right off of my website, ericzaneshow.com, where I have t-shirts. Okay, so thank you to all those folks who have um, been here on those platforms. Whoa, what the hell just happened? Oh, God. Hmm. I think I'm still on. Hold the hold the phone for crying out loud. I know I'm on Twitch, but I think uh, that was an issue. Hold hold on. I'll be right back. big deal again thank you to the folks on facebook twitter and youtube for being part of the show i send you off and on your way okay thank you very much deminar 43 is brand new welcome in thank you so much thank you so much for being here uh one of our new folks from yesterday is a fellow twitch streamer champ boy if you click on champ boy's name right now okay brand new he streams himself now um he his name is marcus uh, thank you amanda marcus um i'm not a I, I i forgive me but i i'm not exactly clear as to what exactly you do i think it's gaming uh on twitch but it doesn't hurt you to follow him so when you do follow him, you'll know when he goes live and he needs that because he's trying to attain affiliate status on Twitch. And for us fellow streamers, that's very important. So he's been trying to do that. So if you could just click on his name and then hit the follow button when that little window opens up. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Love to help. So there you go. Thank you so much. Twitter and Facebook brought to you, of course, by my friends at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. I've been uh, seeing a lot of lately, no doubt. Uh, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT and YouTube. 
Brought to you by my friends, Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Champ Boy streams about fishing, snowboarding, golfing, and gaming. Look at you. All these uh, outdoor fun things and gaming. I mean, my God, do you have time to work? Are you a millionaire or something? Multi-millionaire? How is that even the, uh, how do you find the time to do that? Yesterday, I went for a run. Had a uh, um, bunch of mile repeats to do in my quest to beat Mike Ball, which is not going to happen. I'm just telling you right now. This is just turning into everybody just betting against me to find out uh, how much Mike beats me by. And it's not for lack of trying. I'm just slow, okay? Uh, but anyway, I noticed that my neighbor, I don't know how these people have time to do this shit. I don't have time to even go to the bathroom during a day. Um, I'm, I'm uh, doing this workout where I run out a half mile, I turn around, and I come back. And uh, as fast as you can. Mile repeats. And um, seven of them. And then after each one, you stand there for two minutes, take a hit of water, try to recover, boom, back out again. My neighbor and his uh, daughter and wife and son-in-law are out there uh, chit-chatting and gathered around a golf cart. And they're, they're taking turns driving a golf cart around the neighborhood. I'm like, who the, who the fuck has time for anything like that? My God. Jesus. It's way annoying. Way annoying. I'm like, Jesus, I'm over here busting my ass and you guys had, I I would much rather be doing what you're doing. (sighs) Champ boy says, watching the show is, so much more enthralling. Don't forget there's a Patreon, which I'll be joining later this week. Thank you, champ boy. I appreciate you. It's kind of like you're, hey, don't get too involved, though, in the show. You know, I don't want you to turn into like a Pellerito stalking and being a fucking weirdo. Stevie says some idiots in my subdivision do that shit, too. So dumb. Yeah, you're not allowed to stalk. Don't send me anything. Don't get so involved that you take ownership and become a fucking weirdo. All right. Trouble in downtown Grand Rapids where I live. This is, uh, this is bizarre. There's a, uh, this is right on the same street where, um, in downtown Grand Rapids, there's, um, on this street, Monroe center, there's two radio stations. There's iHeart and Cumulus across the street from each other. Monroe center, just down the street from the police station It uh, Monroe center goes along Rosa park circle. And, uh, this was, this is like the center of downtown Grand Rapids. And I've noticed this that, um, and, I'm pretty sure this is just a homeless issue. Um, the people are taking up residence on this street. Now, Monroe Center is a uh, apex of, um, you know, uniqueness to the city and shopping and there's nice restaurants and it's uh, it's a good time down there. And um, 
Well, people who are down on their luck and homeless are setting up shop on the street. And the city has um, uh, on that street outlets where you can plug shit in. So it's not uncommon to be walking down the street and uh, some homeless dude has a chair, like a, one of those folding chairs, and all the essentials are there. You know, video games. I'm not even kidding you. I walk down the street with Diana. There's a guy who has a, a TV about the size of a computer monitor, and he has a plug strip plugged into that outlet, and uh, a TV, video games, charger for his phone, sleeping bag, small tent. He's set up. All summer, he stays there. And I wish, I think it, that's completely legal um, to be there, and that's that's bullshit. Um, I don't have a solution to solving the homeless problem, and this you can take this and put it just about any city in America. But I'm just going to tell you that if I'm in charge of Grand Rapids, my first day on the job is I have the police in riot gear walk shoulder to shoulder down Monroe Center. And if anything gets in their way, they destroy it. So you better get your shit and get out because here we go, you know? And I want the cops like banging on the shields with the sticks. Boom, boom, boom. Get out. Fuck that. I don't give a shit about what's right, what's wrong. You're not going to be there camped out. You're going to have to figure something else out. I don't know. I mean, so again, I don't have an answer and I'm not going to just throw uh, anything out and expect that uh, it's going to solve anything. But what I do know is that you are not going to be uh, in the street. And now it's starting to become very, very real because business owners, there is a, uh, a law firm, Smith, Huffy, Rice, and Roguet, uh, or Reggie, I don't know, they, uh, has, they, they have offices down there and you have uh, you know several prominent businesses that uh, things are starting to get a little bit out of hand, more so than just some asshole uh, homeless idiot playing video games on the street. Now the homeless people are fucking um, on the tables. So I'm not kidding you. There's several uh, restaurants that have outdoor seating and you can be walking down the street and you see homeless crack bitch on her back on the table getting plowed by homeless meth head. Not an exaggeration, not an, not an exaggeration. Several businesses in downtown Grand Rapids are voicing and taking shits on the street. Uh, concerns about their employees being harassed. They're also reported seeing people having sex in broad daylight. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Now, if I ever am working downtown again, I need to be part of this action. Not to have sex with homeless people, but I want to walk around and interview people who are having sex in broad daylight and ask them what they're doing. Oh, my God. Such potential here. 
one of the companies expressing concerns about their employees being harassed is Smith, Huffy, Rice, and Roguet. The company's CEO recently wrote a two-page letter to Grand Rapids City Commissioners on fixing the problem. I'm just going to read to you the letter. Now, these people have, it's a, it's a large workforce that they have, but they're, uh, all these businesses are kind of banding together and pushing back to the city and say, what the fuck? You know, this is terrible. Can we clean up our city so that we can run business? So you've got employees are walking to work and they're being propositioned for sex and people taking shits and people having sex on the table. Uh, another company spoke about similar problems is Cinco de Mayo, a restaurant on Monroe Center. It'll turn into a big old party, like to have drinks from everywhere else, and it's just like right here, said Cinco de Mayo assistant manager Ruby Romero. Romero says that Cinco de Mayo employees have also witnessed people having sex. We've had people that will close at 9.30 in the morning. Our crew will get here, and we'll have people naked on our tables or we have underwear on our tables, said Romero. Like, people eat here. How'd you like to be, uh, you know, uh, sitting down at the table at Cinco de Mayo, which I love that restaurant, and you think you're going to get, you know, uh, a nice tostado, tostado, tostada, with with a side of uh, semen uh, dripping off of the table. Romero says that she has reported the issues to the police. The police aren't doing anything about it. We really can't do anything about it. We get threatened for it. Yeah, I've got my thoughts about this uh, police chief. I, I am not sold on him. I think he might be kind of a pussy. One way that Cinco de Mayo has tried to solve the problem is by putting chains around its outdoor seating. That's not going to help. We don't need that in the city, man, said Romero. It's ridiculous. I feel like it's getting worse. The Grand Rapids Police Department did not have a comment on the letter from the uh, law firm. However, the department did say that it continues to work with community partners to address issues and maintain safety downtown. Um, So people are being propositioned for sex. They're having sex. This is the actual letter. Uh, the guy in charge of the law firm, that is uh, Matthew Wikander, the CEO. He starts it out uh, giving the background of the company. It's an 81-year-old Grand Rapids law firm. And what this letter is doing is saying, fix it or we're going to have to leave. Uh, it says our downtown presence is long-lasting. 11 years at the corner of Ottawa and Monroe Center in the historic Flatiron Building. We love working in this city due to its location. Um, the spirit and commitment of downtown was recently validated when our partners elected to renew our Flatiron Building lease to 2033. So they're like, oh my God, we got 10 more years of this shit. Uh, groups of five to 10 people regularly congregate on public benches. Wait a minute, let me back up. It says developments around our building risk changing our attitude towards working downtown. We are questioning our decision to stay. Monroe Monroe Center and Connected Streets have become unsafe, unhealthy, and unsuitable for client service. Um, I write imploring the city to proactively correct the situation. 
I recognize that some aspects of the situation are rooted in problems caused by homelessness. However, the incidents summarized below are unrelated to homelessness. I disagree. There's no way they're not. I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. Are unrelated to homelessness or are illegal and need to be corrected immediately. I would argue that all of these problems are caused by homelessness. Groups of five to 10 people regularly congregate on public benches just outside of our entrance to drink alcohol, smoke pot, and listen to loud music amplified by speakers plugged into outlets provided by the city. Our building owner has requested removal of the benches and de-electrifying the outlets, both almost exclusively used by this group. Yeah, that's, I've seen that too, even more so, playing video games. Multiple employees have been solicited for sex or sex acts as they enter or leave our building. Jesus. This is such a problem that some of our personnel do not feel safe and avoid leaving the office during the day or, if they do, avoid Monroe Center. In some instances, uh, instances victims of this behavior hide in nearby retail establishments until the perpetrator leaves. That is not okay. Building entrances are used as entrances are used as public restrooms during all hours for defecation and urination. We and our landlord are now paying to have the entrances, including inside clean multiple times per week with minimal sanitation improvement due to the frequency of use. This is ridiculous. How is this even possible? How can we be in a civilized society, a beautiful downtown area, being destroyed by homelessness? I mean, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Round up these people, put them inside of a fucking park with a a fence all the way around. Okay, provide for them. Make it be, and just call it shit park. You can do whatever you want. You can live here for as long as you want, but you can't leave because if we catch you out of it, this sounds like a prison. This is a terrible idea. This is why I am not left to make big decisions. Uh, While homelessness is complicated and requires humane solutions, the situations described above should be addressed as unacceptable and often illegal behavior, not an inevitable consequence of homelessness it is both the business community and the city's interest to address this because downtown's culture, safety, and business climates are at stake. Smith Hoffey is willing to participate in effective solutions, but time is of the essence. Um, boy, you know, and, and we live in this, I, I don't have an answer again. We live in a weird world where you can, I mean, homeless people essentially, have more going for them than the people who work at the law firm. They live better lives than the people at the law firm. They have more rights than people who pay taxes. The homeless don't earn any, they don't pay any, but they get more. They get free electricity, a free place to live seven months out of the year. They can, the whole, everything is their toilet. They can shit and piss and fuck anywhere they want. So what you have here now is people who pay get less and people who pay nothing get everything. So that's kind of fucked up. 
Megan says, I don't know, Eric. You crap outside. Deminar43 says, they don't live better lives. It's a joke, you fucking moron. Go with the joke. You're new here. Understand that everything I say is a damn joke. What the fuck is wrong with you? Corey says, this is like the prison episode of The Office. Kenny says, so much hate for homeless people this morning. Fuck you, Kenny. It's a joke. He's not new. Oh, Kenny says that was referring to the comments myself. All right. So there you go. That's, that's my, uh, that, that's it. That is fucking terrible. Holy shit. I cannot imagine being an employee walking around here, uh, and, and, and being solicited for sex. I mean, frankly, there are some people, um, who, you know, if, if the right person walks up to me and says, Hey, Eric Zane, do you want to have sex? Uh, you know, I, I would consider that. Like if Tudor Dixon came to the door of, of our house today and banged down the door and spoke with Diana and then Diana walked up and opened the door behind me and she said, Hey, Tudor Dixon is at the door. She wants to have sex with you and I, and I'm down. Do you want to stop the podcast and have sex with Tudor Dixon? The only caveat is you have to vote for her. Now, being that I am going to vote straight ticket Democrat, um, I would have to think about it for about half a second and then say, yes, I will do that. So me, you, Tudor Dixon, we're going to have sex and then we're going to vote for her and tell everybody to vote for her. That's all stupid. Uh, a side note about that. Um, this may be the most lopsided victory in the history of gubernatorial elections for all of the states for the history of elections in the United States. It might be 99% to 1%. And it's just remarkable how this has unfolded because the day Dixon in Michigan won the primary for the, uh, won the Republican primary for the governorship that day, they had it in the chamber. The Democrats had in the chamber, the attack ads of her saying uh, no exceptions, no exceptions for rape and incest, no exceptions for health of the mother, nurses and doctors going to jail is a good law. These are real things. These are real things she said. And even like the MAGA hats are like, oh, fuck, we hate Tudor Dixon. We all need to be able to have abortions. So everyone is going to vote for Whitmer, even the ones that hate her. It is going to be incredible. It's going to be like this. All right, polls are open and Tudor Dixon has conceded the election. It's going to be that quick, that stark of a loss. It's going to be like, all right, uh, no polls reporting. Oh, wait, update. All the polls are reporting 100% of the vote has gone to Gretchen Whitmer. She has won. This is at one minute after the polls open because Tudor Dixon is a lunatic. My God. 
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. I just saw this. Came across my uh, phone here. D. Snyder from Twisted Sister fame. We're not going to take it. No, we ain't going to take it. He is pissed off. And uh, because. Uh, people, conservatives and Trumpers and MAGA hat wearers and all that shit have been uh, singing his song. We're not gonna take it. No, no, we ain't gonna take it. We're not. They're singing it at the Trump rallies and Trump's talking. Like, yeah, fuck it. We're not gonna take it. We're gonna go get them. Let's go get the rhinos. Let's go rhino hunting. Well, D. Snyder is now commenting, and he writes this. Hold on, I gotta put on my glasses. I can't see this shit. Attention, QAnon, Magat, fascists. Every time you sing, we're not gonna take it. Remember, it was written by a cross cross-dressing libtard, tree-hugging half-Jew who hates everything you stand for. It was you and people like you that inspired every angry word of that song. So fuck off. <laughs> fuck. Holy shit. Even I wouldn't say that. That was fucking incredible. Oh my God. All right. How did I get there? I don't even know how I got there just now. Oh, I was talking about troubled in downtown Grand Rapids. But at the same time, I do not support this shit show that is going on in downtown Grand Rapids. We need to go through there and kick all these people out of there and hose down the streets. No more fucking on the tables. No more shitting in front of our businesses. I don't give a fuck what you do, but go to Allegan for fuck's sake. Not in my backyard. Get out. Bullshit. That is not okay. Megan says, O-M-G-G-G-G, Eric. What? What did I do now? I don't even, what do you, what do you, oh my, O-M-G-G-G-G about? I'm not sure what's happening. All I know is that you're writing OMGGGG Eric. So something I said must have triggered you, but I don't know what it is. Can you be, if you're going to do all that. Uh, Megan says, remember when you used to be so kind and gave away socks? Two entirely different things. I, wh- I would still give away socks to people who aren't taking shits, um, wh- playing video games on Monroe Center and having sex on our tables. Come on now. I would absolutely support those people who go to our shelters and are down on their luck and follow the rules inside of the shelters. Hell, I don't even give a shit if they sleep in the parks. Just don't be having fucking 
uh, uh, sex on my tables. Assholes. Oh, fuck those guys. The guys that are having, if they're having sex on the table, I'm not going to go walk up and say, here, you need some to put some socks on and slide them over their gnarly fucking homeless hobbit feet. Fuck that shit. No. I would only give socks to law-abiding citizens, not guy who's squatting down to take a shit who can't fucking uh, uh, wander over to the homeless shelter. You realize that the homeless shelter would allow them in if they could follow the rules. You know, that would be possible. They could have shelter, but they choose to live a lifestyle where they're addicted to drugs, so fuck them. They're not allowed in if they're using. Kenny says, go to the shelters and stop going to the bathroom on the streets and no fucking in public. Then you get free socks. Hey, you want some socks? Yeah, man. All right. Uh, Get off of that homeless crack whore. Pull up your pants. Clean up your feces with your mouth. And then go back. Go to the homeless shelter and finish taking a dump there. I'll meet you there. And then I will give you a pair of socks until then. No, no socks for you. Dumbass. So there you go. Um, I want to talk about this news anchor that had a stroke. Oh my God. Did you hear about this? Uh, she's on TV and her, uh, she starts having a stroke while she's actually looking into the camera. This was nuts. And uh, this is a perfect example, perfect opportunity. And she's using this opportunity to now talk about uh, what you need to be on the lookout for. Because as I understand this, when your body starts to show signs of a stroke, uh, oxygen is not going to your brain at the level that it should uh, through the blood because it's obstructed. So weird shit starts happening to you. And when that happens, you got to be aware of it because if you quickly get to the hospital, they will give you medicine that will break up the clot and then it will uh, keep you from having a full-on stroke, okay? If you, if you wait, then that clot continues to form in those blood vessels and then you could die, you know, or, or at the very least be, um, you know, uh, damage to your brain uh, because of a stroke. And then, you you know, you got half your face is all fucked up. Half of your body works. It's a disaster, you know. Um, so you got to get to the hospital. You have time, but not much time. If you wait too long, like my old pal Dave Jackanette, legendary radio guy um, here in Grand Rapids, who had ended his career, almost took his life. Uh, Dave remembered, uh, he's, I've he told me that, uh, he was putting on his shirt in the morning. He was having trouble with the, with the buttons, manipulating the buttons with his fingers and other various subtle symptoms started to show up and he ignored them. And then, uh, well, that, that was a problem. And, uh, Dave had a stroke and, uh, you know, it affected everything on the poor guy. He doesn't like to speak now. He feels very, uh, uh, conscientious about the way he talks now because I think he sounds great. He's improved quite a bit, but this had a lot of trouble, uh, caused a lot of trouble from a man. Ended his career. He can't, can't, he doesn't work in radio anymore. He's on disability. He's fucked up. 
But anyway, uh, this chick is okay. She's actually was on the Today Show today. Julie Chin is her name. I'm going to be able to get that too. Today Show, Julie Chin. Uh, she, I believe, in, uh, was in Oklahoma City or something like that. Uh, hang on a second here. Jacking it, jacking it, jackety jack. Spanking it, wagging it, jackety jack. We used to play that bit. From, uh, I forgot what it was from South Park. Jacking it in San Diego. Jacking it, smacking it, jackety jack. Wagging it, smacking it. And uh, Jack and Ed got pissed off about that. He's like, I, I don't like that. It, it makes it sound like you're, you're talking about masturbation whenever you say my name. I was like, well, he, that guy sounds like you. I, I mean, it's your name. Uh, all right. This is how it unfolded on TV. Audio, check. Video, check. Watch this. Alone, NBC News, Cape Canaveral, Florida. The Tulsa, our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the at the at the event. Um, the event features uh, live. Uh, I'm sorry, something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. Wow. Now, as I understand, she couldn't see out of one eye. It was fucked up. Now, 2 News Oklahoma weather. Julie, we love you so much. We love you so much. We have those days, and we are all feeling well. Dense fog advisory. Okay, so this chick's thinking that she's just, uh, it's no big deal. It's just a bad day. Not a bad day. She's, a, she's having a stroke. This morning, we do. Have- In fact, I want to see that again. See News, Cape Canaveral, Florida. The Tulsa, our, the Tulsa Air and Space Museum is hosting a launch uh, today at the, at the, at the event. Um, the event features uh, live uh I'm sorry. Something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. Wow. Okay, so she was having, that's what it was. So before long, she's, uh, she's in the hospital. This is from the Today Show. At the, at the, at the it includes event. A- Which she now says doctors diagnosed as the beginnings of a stroke. The accomplished anchor and journalist from NBC affiliate KJRH in Tulsa is producing smiles just four days later after Saturday's on-air scare. TV news, like there's nothing you can't handle. (laughs) Well, I guess God got me on that one. (laughs) Julie getting through it with immediate help from her co-workers, who she says recognized she was having a medical emergency and called 911. We needed to get off air. We needed to make sure that Julie was getting the attention In a Facebook post, the multiple Emmy Award winner writing a simple thank you before detailing what happened, saying the episode seemed to have come out of nowhere. I felt great before our show. First, losing partial vision in her eye. Then Julie says her hand and arm went numb. Finally, she was unable to read the words on the teleprompter. And I thought... My contact is not in my eye right. At which point she turned the show over to her colleague. I'm sorry. Something is going on with me this morning, and I apologize to everybody. Let's just go ahead and send it on over to meteorologist Annie Brown. 
Julie wants to make sure others recognize the warning signs of a stroke, from the impact on balance and vision to numbness in the face and arms and struggling with speech. Perhaps most importantly, time is of the essence. If you're experiencing any of those symptoms, seek medical help as soon as possible. Hopefully this story helps somebody else. And Julie's co-workers point out she might be the only person in the world they know who would actually be apologizing for having a medical scare on air. As for a stroke, doctors say they can happen at any age, but about a quarter of them, guys, happen before the age of 65. Ah. It's important to be familiar with the warning signs. Savannah, back to you. All right, Sam, thank you. We're so happy to be able to check in with Julie this morning. She joins us now. Hi, Julie. You look great. How do you feel? Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I feel good. I'm so grateful. I feel good. Well, you went. To, uh, first of all, let's figure out what the doctors are saying. I'm glad you. I think Hoda and Savannah hate each other. That's what everybody says, that these two want to kill each other. Right now, Hoda is saying, so, uh, Julie, I hope that my colleague here, uh, colleague here has one of these. What can I do to make that a quicker process? so that it will happen. I feel great, but what did the doctors say happened? What was the prognosis? The doctors right now, and we're doing more tests, but they think it was the beginning. That's not a prognosis. A prognosis is what the future holds. Beginning of a stroke. Um, they think maybe my body correct. Should have said diagnosis. Did itself midway, so I didn't have a full stroke. But that's what they're saying right now. Of course, you know, they wanted to make sure all the major things were okay. So we did MRIs and CAT scans and blood tests and all sorts of things. And um, they were able to let me out of the hospital. And so now I'm just seeing more specialists and more doctors and getting more opinions because we really don't know what caused this. And of course, I mean, I want to know what caused it. So, you know, maybe we can prevent it from happening again. Well, you're in your 40s, but there's, do you have any family history, any, mm -hmm. anything that would make you think this was even possible? No, no family history. Um, I think I handle stress well. And she says, I like to do a lot of math. That might add something to do with it. Um, <laughs> I mean, no. And, and I truly, I felt great that morning. I had a good night. Had some sex just before I came in. A nice semen cocktail. Sleep, which y'all know on a morning show, you don't always have. <laughs> I, mean, I felt good. And that section that everybody's seen me struggling with, I wrote that little section. I knew <laughs> what I was trying to say, like mm. the back of my hand. But it just obviously. God, that, that would be crazy. I kind of want to, I kind of want to experience it myself just once, you know? Just one of those close calls. Wouldn't come out of my mouth. Well, you have a husband and an eight-year-old son, neither of whom were watching that morning. But when you were off the air, you did text your husband, and we have a verbate. And this is, I guess, it'll show you exactly what your state of mind was. You say, I need help. Something is not run today. My work won't work is working. My help, my. That's what you sent him. Sounds like Freebear sent it. And what did he think or what did he say afterwards? I never send. Oh, she's having another one right now. Messages like that, obviously. And I mean, he just loved. 
be my dad. They, they like cut back to her. She shits in her hand, is wiping it on her face. Oh no, my God, it's happening. Dad lives nearby, so he was able to. My dad was able to watch our son, and my husband just hopped in the car and mm-hmm. and and came, and he met us at the hospital. But yeah, uh, that just shows my state of mind that morning. I I just couldn't put. Chris is talking about. Yeah, my day started out great. I had sex with a homeless guy on the way in. <laughs> any words together as hard as I tried. Well, Julie, you've been so kind to share a a lot of gratitude to your co-workers who were there with you on a Saturday morning and really sprung into action Mm -hmm. and got you right to the hospital. I like Savannah, too. I think she's hot. Hoda, not so much. What's your message to folks who might be watching this and thinking, okay, Mm -hmm. maybe if I feel those things, I shouldn't just blow it off Mm -hmm. and take a nap or whatever. I should get immediate attention. First of all, I am so grateful to my co-workers. They are my heroes for sure, and and all the healthcare workers. You know, I would say there's obviously when it comes to stroke, there's the Be Fast acronym. But really, when it comes to anything medical, if you think you need help, if something's really not right, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, I tried to talk through it. And that wasn't that wasn't the best thing to do. So whatever is going on with you medically, if something doesn't feel right, ask for help. And for everybody else, you know, around, if you see somebody struggling, help them. And I do want to say, too, that um, this is just proof to me, like for people who are wondering, like, there's so much bad stuff in the world, but there's so much good because here's my. Oh, don't start this shit. Come on. You should say, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world, and I want to point out how much it sucks. Okay? Let's start with uh, MAGA. Video clip that's gone all around the world, and it's maybe not my proudest professional moment, but people have been so kind, and they've been cheering me on and praying for me, and I just, our family couldn't be more grateful. All right, come on, play the corn kid. I hope you do feel proud, Julie, because mm-hmm. Hoda and I were marveling we at your were. presence of mind <laughs> and just how poised you were, even in the midst of that. Can't imagine. Julie Chin from our... But you're clearly not attractive enough to be on the Today Show. NBC affiliate KJRH in Tulsa. Are you going to be- Enjoy life in Tulsa for the rest of your career. Be there Saturday morning. I heard you're thinking about going back to work. You know, you can take a day off. Yeah. They're like, oh, she's having a stroke uh, thank again. Thank you for having yeah. me. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're going to have to drop about 40 pounds to even get out of Tulsa. I, I bet you that's a yes. I, I know. Get I have a feeling that's, that's a yes from she's her. She's dedicated. We're happy, yeah. Ah, there's quick, hey, yeah, she's not as good as us. Oh. From early in the morning until late at night. Be fast. That is an acronym. Paul says she's famous now because of her stroke. She's uh, she's lucky for that. Well, you're kind of right. Hold on a second. Bruce. Be fast. The B stands for balance. Oh, shit. I'm late for dear meathead. Thank you, Kenny. Ah. Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. I'll talk to Dad about this. Thank you, Kenny. I appreciate that. See, you're looking out for me. Use my show notes. Hello? 
Hello. Good morning. Hello, guy. How you doing, son? Sorry that I'm late. I was uh, I was talking about that news anchor that had a stroke on TV. Oh yeah. Yeah. How'd it go? She's okay. Uh, it was early enough that they got her to the hospital and she's fine. What happened? Well, you just had a stroke. Yeah, you know how like uh, it well it, it started to happen and it was affecting her her speech and she couldn't like see and then uh, they recognized that there's something wrong so they rushed her to the hospital. I remember watching that. I was not making heads or tails out of it. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You got you guys boiling water in the teapot there? Oh yeah. <laughs> you can hear that all <laughs> You hear it? Yeah, you guys getting ready for the morning tea. <laughs> I'll tell you what. She screwed up and give me half a cup of coffee. Wait. Why? That's all I drank. That's all I made. That's all she made. Half a cup of coffee. <laughs> you want? Oh, I bet you that was strong. I told him I it was water. He wouldn't let me. Uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Is that all you have? Is just the one? That's all. That's all I do. Okay. Yeah, I bet. No, you- I had a half. Well, maybe you'll start to like it and drink super strong coffee. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'll tell you what, I don't even know why I'm drinking the coffee. It don't do nothing for me. No? Oh, my no. God. I, I got to have it every day. I mean, it would be r- bad if I missed my coffee. I'd have a headache, you know? Well, I do, too. I like it. Uh, but then again, when it's not there, I don't care. You know why? I look, hey, I like it so much that when I'm going to bed, I can't wait to get up. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a junkie. Nah, I don't think I'm that uh, addicted to it. Yep, yep. So... Uh, hey, so um, I missed you. I was up north. Too bad you couldn't come, but I'll see you very soon. I, I know we're going to go up at the end of September into October, and uh, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be there. Yeah. Of course I am. Okay. This is good. This is really good. So I've got a number of people that have sent along questions. Would you like yeah, to? Yeah, uh, I missed them. Yeah, I know because you had uh, you were without power last week, and uh, but now it's back, obviously. And uh, my God. So here you go. Are you ready? I sure am. All right. Uh, Kenny wants to know, because he, um, I think Kenny here in Tennessee is smitten. Like, he's really, he thinks he's falling in love with a lady. Okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Right on. I mean, I tell you what, uh, he, he wrote, in general, how long would you say it takes to fall in love? Oh boy! And is I, I I don't think you can put any time I don't either. on that. I don't either. I think it can be a minute. It just happens, and you just go bananas, and that's it. Right, right. And you just get okay. Let me put this. Let me write this down. It just happens, and you go bananas. <laughs> now, I uh, I had a thought that it just left my brain for some reason or other. Now, I'm trying to think. You meet someone and you just instantly fall in love, right? Well, sometimes. Sometimes. 
you know? And there's nothing wrong with that, except that you 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 got to search your mind to what triggered you to love this person. Yeah, I mean, uh, so maybe you can feel that way, but maybe you kind of keep it on the down low, and then you get to know him a little more, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I'm trying to think, when you saw this person and fell in love with it, <laughs> with the person, with her, yeah. Uh, what's the sense of analyzing it? I don't know. I think maybe this might be a question. Uh, I, I have a feeling that Kenny here is taking the long way around to tell this young lady that he loves her. I think that's what he's doing. I think he's he's he wants to just come out and say it, but he's he's doing it this way. He wants he wants to talk to you about it. Well, actually, if if you're in love with her, is she, is he in love with her? Oh, I'm sure he is. Why wait? You mean just go ahead and start your life? Just right just all, ask, I agree. Hey, yeah, say that's here. Right. I am. That's it. You know, let's. What do you think of me? Pedal to the metal. Let's get married and start having kids. And Kenny probably well, should... uh, the, uh, having kids is not the point. <laughs> you know, it's just you, you just fall in love. Yeah, uh, get married if that's what you want to do. Yeah, how long did it take you to fall in love with Joanne? Do you recall? Almost no time. So you met her at the bar, and then she didn't want anything to do with you, but eventually she let you talk to her, and then, like, the first day, did you say, I love you? I really don't remember. Joanne, do you recall? I do, Joanne. I took her to the dinner. Uh, I took her to dinner, bought her a nice, expensive lighter because she's a smoker. A lighter? You bought her a lighter? I bought her a lighter. Very expensive. And a birthday cake. It wasn't my birthday. And a birthday cake at the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, I, I took her to the restaurant. I thought you were a Looney Tune. <laughs> and she thought I was a Looney Tune. <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday. Here's a lighter and a cake. Yeah, and then and, and a cake. Was it at the restroom? Was this like uh was this like a Zippo lighter? Yeah, a really expensive uh, gold colored lighter and it uh, he had it inscribed. Did you hear that? Oh, was I it? had it inscribed. Oh, so it had like uh, her initials on it? That was our first Date. Yeah, first date, I gave her a gift. Hey, I really like... remember this thing, but she's got good memory. I really like this uh, dinner, and I like you. Please accept this cigarette lighter. Yeah, and we both smoked. <laughs> so you guys sat there and had cigarettes. No, a birthday cake was the... And a birthday cake. <laughs> so you got, you got cake in one hand and cigarettes in the other hand. The waiter served it. Oh, the waiter served it. Oh, okay. So you're eating cake. You're smoking cigarettes lit by the new lighter. Wow. There you go. Wow. Okay. Was this a large lighter, Joanne, or was it smallish? Oh, it was beautiful. It was a, a long, slim lighter. Aha. Uh-huh. It's a lady's. Right. Now, do you still have the lighter? Yeah, 
Oh, wow. And then that's that's really romantic. And did you have it engraved? Yes, I did. Does it say like Macho Man on it or something? No, it says forever. Oh, wow. Forever. Or, or, it sure remembers all these things. It can be forever. Let's go smoke some cigarettes and take years off our life. Right. Well, there you go. We quit smoking, but we still got the layers. Thank God. <laughs> Do you remember what type of cigarettes you guys smoked? No. They were long, thin ones, I know, but I don't remember the name. Oh, wow. Dad, I got a picture of you when you were sitting at your desk at the insurance agency. Yeah, I remember that picture. With a cigarette in your hand, and there's people sitting around you, and they're, I mean, that. Yeah, I used to smoke in my office. That was a different world, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. I was actually, when I was with, uh, I think it was Life of Virginia wasn't it? Yeah. I was the initiator of making a couple, three other people quit smoking. Oh, you, you were like, I, oh. I was very strong and adamant about non-smoking. Finally, you came around and said, Hey, if we don't stop this, we're going to die. Yeah. You know, the secretary that I had way up there in the front of the uh, office, uh, was a smoker. When I quit smoking, I used to go hit a conversation at her desk while she was smoking. I did that so that I could suck in the smoke cigarette. Oh, the yeah, cigarette yeah. Smoke. Yeah. So you're like... And yeah. she said, finally, I ruined I know what you're doing. What are you doing here? So what's that? So you just want to just fuck up on some of the smoke signal. Oh, my God. I'm sending up to you. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I have never heard someone seeking out secondhand smoke before. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, listen, when you're an addict... Uh, you just do anything in the world you can do to take care of your problem. So you and Joanne are like going out and, and you say, well, uh, hey, where do you want to go? I don't know, someplace where they have a smoking section. No, they have it everywhere. We, we smoked everywhere. Wow. Okay. Well, I can't wait to get it. Now, do you have, you? she still has her lighter. Do you still have your lighter? Yes, she does. Oh, okay. I want to get a picture of those next time I see you guys over there. You have my lighter, you have? It. You have it. I have it. Yeah, it's up on your dresser. It's on my dresser. I don't even remember that. All right. Very good. Uh, next question. Um, let's see here. Sorry, I lost it. I had it, and then I lost it. Isn't that, isn't that the way it is? Sound like me. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Nathan, uh, he writes, Dear Meathead, I have to move a flower bed. What? What's the best way to save the flowers that I take from the ground? Like, I'm guessing these are the kind of flowers that come back every year. Yeah. Like, uh, whatever, whatever they are, it doesn't matter. But he, he has to move the whole flower bed and he wants to move the flowers. Uh, what, what do you recommend he does dad? How, how, what should his technique be? First of all, what is a flower bed? Oh, I mean, a whole lot of flowers, is that it? Yeah, like if you were to walk out on your porch right. and you see... Yeah, yeah, I got it. It's This is in the dirt outside of the house. Well, yeah, it's not going to be inside. Well, okay, I thought it was in a big, yeah. big pen or something. No, no, this is outside. you got to start digging around it pretty big. Okay. And go as far as you can dig. Uh, 
to get no, uh, no, no, he's saying for the winner. Is that what you're saying? Um. Well, he's you, you talking about saving for the winner. Is that no, what it is? No, um, I think he just uh, is is using. He wants the flowers to come out of the ground in a different area of the yard. Different area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you got to dig around it and dig as deep as you can, so you can miss the roots. You got to di- go deep. Okay, go deep and like go uh, deep past the roots. Then that's easy to take it out. Yeah. And then uh, actually to plant it is no big deal. Yeah, just uh, dig a hole, dig throw it, it in back the ground. Up somewhere else and put it in. Yeah, that's that's it. That should just as just a that's little the best way to preserve that. Little extra care. Yeah, hey, if it's something you really love, you gotta uh, be cautious that you don't uh, while you're digging, you don't cu- cut the roots of it. You know. Yeah. Yep, you got to be careful. Okay, very good. Uh, let's see here. If you could have a winter vacation home anywhere in the world, where would it be? Uh, I, what's your answer, San Diego? Oh, my God, I love San Diego. But, but, yeah, that, that was a, that's, that's great. But I have some memories that I want to be. Uh, bring it back to the surface. I really like to go back to where I was born. Oh, Lord. You do? <laughs> oh, yeah. I really like to see what it is. For a vacation home? <laughs> well, I, no, I just go to visit. Yeah, you just what, go what visit. It's all about. Yeah, hey, let's go have a good time watching people hanging from bridges. <laughs> well, no, not really. My, my house was <clears throat> a pretty big house. Uh, directly across this police department. Yeah. And they would come to our house to borrow uh, silverware, plates, and all that. Anytime they get some uh, big uh, type of a character visiting them, the police department, they borrow our silverware and they, all that so they can serve them something. They would? So we were buddy buddies to all of those cops. So the so the chief of police would be like, "Hey, the Ayatollah's coming over. Go across the street to go Rubens. Get some of the pl- plates and all that. Yeah. Go to Rubens and get some plates and silverware. Absolutely. We were there for them. <laughs> and then they have right. a uh, outside the uh, uh, trying to find the right word. The, uh, the police officers always with a weapon and all that at the front gate of the uh-huh. police department. Yep. So they got weapons, but they don't have plates and knives? No, they don't. They have no knives, uh, nothing. What a what a weird police department, you know? Well, I tell you, they were not there to serve anybody. But he and then all of the people that would show up would be all Americans. You know what you should do is you should take a trip, a vacation back to the police That's department. That's what I want to do. Yeah, and bring some uh, Dixie cups and... Uh, some styrofoam plates and some plasticware. And, and then our water that we were served, uh, we fill up all those huge containers, not containers, uh, the, like a swimming pool in our yard. The water would uh, trickle through the police department into our uh, <laughs> our lot, you know, and then from our lot goes to the next house. Wow. Now this is how it is. So basically, if you want a drink, you just uh, scoop out no, of the. Not a drinking water. No. Okay. Oh, it's crap water. Wait. 
So the so the cops got to get plates, but they'll send you some water. Yeah, this is well, not a bad water, but it's uh, coming out from the mountains, and then it's, it's got its way out all the way to the city. Were your police wearing like loincloths and throwing spears? No, 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 no. A military uniform. Okay. All right, I just had something else pictured in my mind. It seems pretty backwards, you know? No, the, the cop is out there with a rifle on his shoulder. Uh, one hour at a time. He'd, he'd go, and then another, another cop come in and take wow. place. Now, I've, I've heard you talk uh, very fondly about these police officers over the years. and uh, They're good guys. Yeah, so you can go back and see what it's like. So it's kind of like nostalgic. You want to go back and see what it was like in the old country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I have history there that's just uh, worth seeing it. You know? uh, yeah, I know it. I mean, I've heard all those stories. I want to see where you kicked the guy off the bridge and, you know. Oh, boy. The guy had tried and to. And I had 10 friends, all military friends. Yep. And then we had a place called Top of the Rocks. Yep, yep. We all gather up over there every so often and chit-chat, talk, and all that. And, uh, I mean, these guys were actual military guys oh yeah and he was a young kid i know it you were that you were like i'm at the tip of my fingers why did they like you so much what did you i don't know it's my, my great personality <laughs> so this 13 year old kid not not an I'm iranian you. and these are all iranian cops and they're just like hey man be extra be extra kind to the kid with the plates i don't know what they say but they would not mess around with me yeah they're like, hey, we gotta make he, we gotta protect this kid. He's got he's got silverware and he's got plates. No, those guys were not involved with the silverware and all that. We just get together, sit they call on top of the rocks. Yep, and sing. We hey. sit around there and chit chat. Didn't and, you didn't you sing up there? Didn't you sing up there? The singing was a different situation. The singing was me and one other guy who called. Uh, what the heck was his name? I don't know, but he. He had good clothing, good jackets, good coats and all that. Occasionally when I want to do something fancy, fancy I'd borrow Cara one of his coats. Caradoon is his name. What, what is it? Caradoon? No, with the F, letter F. Fairy Doom. Fairy Doom. Fairy, fairy Doom. Wow. So you and fa- so Fairy Doom was a fancy dresser. He, uh, he was a wealthy kid. Okay. And he, he, to go to his home, he'd have to pass in front of our house all the time. And every night that he would pass, and he, I had taught him in English, I don't know how I learned, to sing the song again. Again, yes, I remember uh, you describing that. He would whistle anytime, late at night, he'd be going by my house, he'd be whistling it. So you and your friend Fairy would go sing, sing together? <laughs> yeah. We go on top of the hill and sing that again. Gotcha. I love it. I love it so much. It was a great childhood, I'm telling you. I know. I can see why you want to go back. I mean, you got deep roots. I just want to see. I, I don't remember anybody there. but uh, And then uh, the, the women would come down the hill. They lived on the hill. Uh, they all called something called Chador. Which is a big robe they wear, cover their faces. You can't see their faces. Right, right. It's a very strict uh, Muslim uh, nation. Yeah, they they go all by in front of our house, 
So did Andy, so the women would be like, they would uh, just travel from house to house, maybe stop, get some silverware, and then... No, get- no, no, not the women. No. Just the police department. All right. Dad, um, this has been great. You've given us a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, great moments on this episode of Dear Meathead. Everybody loves you guys. Oh, thank you, thank you. I mean, I'm looking back. We we learned about the lighters that you guys gave each other, the engraved lighters, so you could sit around and have cake and smoke cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> wanting to go back to Iran, singing with your pal Fairy Dune. Yeah. And uh, when it comes to falling in love, it just happens and you go bananas. There you go. You got it all. Hey, we love you. Love you too, honey. I'm glad you're back home. And uh, go go uh, cut that tree there. Oh, the big tree I was telling you about. You're not going to believe this thing. Where Jeez. is that? You know where you used to throw garbage? Wait a minute, where, where, no, I don't remember it. Used to throw, used to bury garbage in the back. Oh, it's for the road? Correct. Oh, wow. I, by the way, I'm still finding garbage back there. Wow, wow, wow. That's a, how long is that tree? Oh my God. It's got to be 80 feet at least. Maybe, maybe a hundred. It's huge. Is that by the road that you drive through? No, you got to go back into the woods about... Oh, in the woods? Yeah, about 70... Is that on your property? It is on my property, but it's about 70 yards in. It's in. It's Holy nuts. Cow. This thing is huge. This is firewood for three summers. All right, now listen. Now, picture driving into towards your tra- property that you turn right goes into your property. Correct. Where describe from that? Okay, so uh, you go down that road, and you know where the fire pit is. Yeah, you're looking at the fire pit uh, to the right of it. So behind where, like, Marquis puts his trailer. Okay. Oh wow, that's not your land, is it? Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, well I love you guys. Oh, I love you, too. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back. And, yeah. uh, well, we'll talk to you next week. Okay, Joanne and Dad, I love you very much. So does everybody else. All right. She left. She, she's oh, she going out to get some coffee or something. Okay. I'll talk to you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Enjoy, enjoy the day. And say hello to your sweetheart. Likewise. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey. Hilarious. In the silliest way possible. My God. Love them so much. Those two, I tell you what. Dear Meathead, brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Don't forget the advice for Kenny, go deep. I think he was referring to uh, the, the, the flowers. Yeah, I don't think he was, when my dad was talking about go deep, I don't think he was talking about sex. And I, but that sounds very unappealing. Fairy doom. Sing songs on top of the hill.
You can see the river where Eric's grandfather was going to throw his uncle into. Um, if you were to look on Google Earth, Zargon Day, Tehran. Zargon Day is probably like a two-mile area, two square miles small. In Tehran. It's like a borough in New York City. It's kind of, uh, well, a neighborhood in New York City, you know? Uh, it's a, it, Tehran is massively populated. But if you looked up Zargon Day, I don't even know how to spell it. You figure it out. Google will call it up. It's obviously still there. You will see the exact area, including the river that my grandpa almost threw my uncle into. I don't know if you can see the police station, but it is so crazily built up there. It's like the biggest city you'll ever see. It makes New York City look like a uh, fucking borough or a small little city. Incredible. Another amazing round of Dear Meathead. Thank you so much for participating with your questions. We uh, we'd only got through one or two. There was just so much there. Excuse me, I got to sneeze. Hang on. Oh! Oh. Did you see me look at the light? Light makes me sneeze. Uh, let's see. You know, I don't even think I've done one sponsor yet on this show today. Not a one. I've talked for 91 minutes. Not quite that much. Just about an hour and a half. And I haven't done any of the sponsors. So I got to make up by doing a lot of them right now. So if you're listening to the audio podcast, if you bounce forward, you're actually taking money uh, out of my pocket. So you can't, you gotta, you gotta keep listening. If you bounce forward, that means you hate success and you want bad things to happen to me. Cause I'm going to give you like a lot of them right now. Like there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 12 for this show that I'm supposed to space out over the uh, course of two hours. And I haven't done one because I'm an asshole. Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, HondaGranville.com, which I may, may very well be back getting yet another car because of the recent developments concerning the embellisher. Think I'm one more costly incident away from uh, the queen of the forest giving me an ultimatum. Get rid of the car or I'm divorcing you. Get rid of the truck or it's all over. I will go to Sarah Honda Granville. Hundreds of certified pre-owned vehicles on the lot now. Brand new vehicles you can get. Luck of the Irish on this one. Occasionally you can call up and say, what do you have brand new? Something might be exactly what you're looking for. Otherwise, do your research, figure out what car you're interested in, and then tell those folks, walk in and say, this is what I'm thinking. And they will um, get you all set up with the test drive and 
take you through this process. This the the process for the consumers changed dramatically. Uh, at least for the foreseeable future, you're not going to be able to walk in most of the time and say, "Hey, let me test drive this car," and then buy it that day. The way inventory is shipped these days, it doesn't. That's not the way it's happening. Okay, but that doesn't mean you can't get a new car. SarahHondaGranville.com. That's where you go and go in person and tell them I sent you and start this process about getting in your new ride today from Sarah Honda Granville. Bennett Flooring Installation. Flooring installers for the Eric Zane Show podcast. 616-318-0167. Have them come to your house, measure And then they'll send you an estimate by the end of the day how much it's going to cost to install the flooring. From Bennett Flooring Installation. The flooring I want you to install, I want you to get it at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. Obviously, these are a lot of local sponsors. But still, if you are in uh, the area of West Michigan, it is worth the trip to get the flooring. Any flooring that they make. Vinyl plank, ceramic, um, linoleum, for God's sake, hardwood, anything you need, Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Now, they are in Granville, Michigan, behind the Little Caesars along Chicago Drive. Okay? And if they don't have what you're looking for, you can go down the street to the main showroom, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. But the discount outlet is where you start. The best brands, the best-selling products, there for you. Pick out what you want. It's going to be a deep discount on that because they buy so much of it at once. Mention my name, save an additional 10%. Okay, thank you. Advertise with me. If you want to know about advertising on the Eric Show podcast, reach out to me, eric at ericsanecho.com. I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, home of the best burgers around. I mean, seriously. Bosco's Pub, online at boscospub.com. They are part of Terra Square. Find them online. Go there and uh, try the burgers. The Olive Burger is award-winning. Why was Madison and Jackie there? Hold on. i got to listen to it. No. Six years ago. Dad, hit her. She's loud. Why did I cut that off? Hello? Yeah, hi, Maddie. What's up? You you sound like you're upset. Okay. I actually understood all that. She lost her DS case, and uh, now Mommy's mad at me because I can't find it anymore. I was able to gather out of that something about your mother is upset because your DS case is missing and you can't find it anymore? Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. So I'm guessing that it'll probably turn up, you know, over time. It probably just can't find it right now because you're rushing looking for it. Do you think it's gone forever? And I don't think so, baby. We'll find it, I promise you.
me too. Close I want to find it too, though. but I, I'm. It might it might take a little looking. We did This is from last week. Mm. Okay, well, it sounds like you're having a rough start to your day. I'm sorry. Okay, I love you. Love you too. All right. Sure, it'll be okay. Yeah. Mm. Hey, hey, can you put mommy on? <laughs> wow. Wow. We, we we recorded that. It's awesome. Kyle writes, so glad I will never have to listen or deal with kids. Correct. However, however, it's important to have kids. First of all, for the experiences that you can look back on. That's when you raise kids, you've accomplished something. Okay. That's like, uh, you know, when you do something like, uh, I don't know, fix your car or build a shed or build a home or, uh, sell a bunch of fucking mortgages. You feel satisfied with your performance. People who raise kids, they're, they they go through the ringer. They work very hard to do that. And when it's all done, then you're like, I did it. I raised my kids. That's like the ultimate great thing you've accomplished. All right. And if you treat them well enough, they're going to provide for you when you get old. Hopefully, that gives you the best chance to have someone wipe your ass that you know. Then again, I don't know if I want my kids wiping my ass. I sure hope my brain is meatloaf by then so I don't realize that it's my kids wiping my butthole. I kind of hope I croak before I get to a point where my kids are wiping my butthole. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Love them. Oh, my God. Star on the forehead for that crew. Yeah, Eric, we got the one thing fixed. But you're going to want this other thing fixed. This one's pressing because they usually have a note that says, yeah, you need this done, but it, it can wait. You need this? It can wait. This can't. Your brakes are about to explode. The ABS sensor or whatever the fuck it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 616-532-6600. Aram says, what? You're going to, what did he write? This is ridiculous. You're going to sell a solid steel truck in exchange for a piece of fiberglass battery powered junk. Well, dude, I mean, Solid steel truck, I guess. Uh, uh, That's not that great because, you know, it's rusting. Most of the steel is in the road. That's a problem. And uh, every car these days is uh, made from uh, lighter composite material that makes them efficient. That's... I mean, your car is like that. Clearly, you must be joking here. Even you aren't that stupid. I mean, you're dumb. But I don't think you're that dumb. 
God, it's like you're 95 years old. You are on the precipice. You are. You have a couple of uh, risk factors for um, a Deniac qualities. You could very well be, um, uh, you know, after a few more months of beating you up, you might actually lose your mind and join that uh, echo chamber of shitheads. You, I'm very suspicious of you right now because of this conversation that we're having about uh, me and transportation. I'm concerned. All right. Uh, if you need your vehicle fixed, take it to Irvine's. They're the best. If you need a dumpster in West Michigan, call Dumpster Divers. Call or text 616-375-9962. Kyle from Dumpster Divers will be joining me tomorrow. When I was up going up north on Friday morning, I was in the right lane traveling 56 miles an hour, and I got passed by a dumpster diver's truck. And then I called Kyle. He picked it up. And I go, he goes, uh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, hey. I go, hey, are you on 131 North? He goes, yeah, I thought that was you. He goes, I'm thinking, who's this asshole doing 55 miles an hour on, on 131? And that was me. He goes, I bet you that's Eric. And sure enough, I saw your stupid face. Yeah, that's right. 56, actually. 56 miles an hour. Speed limit's 70. Minimum is 55. So I was going one mile an hour over the minimum. You're like, why? It's like, well, first of all, it's safer for me. Uh, I don't give a shit that people have to go around me. You got a whole open lane. Fucking use it. And uh, I averaged just under 10 miles per gallon in my... uh, camper with 10 cylinders an e450 motor i averaged just under 10 miles per gallon and that is a new all-time record 9.65 miles per gallon and i feel pretty damn good about it so shut up if you want to get a dumpster the cheapest dumpsters in west michigan dumpster divers dumpster divers llc.com if i don't pee i'm gonna have a heart attack and I'm not going to be able to get anything done. Chris, uh, rubbing his, uh, uh, rubbing the face or uh, Aram's nose and shit says, I mean, who would want a fuel efficient vehicle when you can pay five fifty a gallon for diesel? LOL. Ah, ah. Ah, ah, ah. In your face. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I'm, uh, Honda is coming out with a hybrid truck, uh, the Ridgeline, which isn't exactly the most powerful truck, but still, I like having a truck. So the Honda Ridgeline for 23 is going to be a hybrid. They're going to have a hybrid option. I would absolutely buy that uh, that truck. I try to stay in the Honda family uh, because... Well, I, I do stay in the Honda. I, if I buy a vehicle, I will buy it uh, from Sarah Honda Granville. There was a time when people were like, yeah, man, buy from one of the big three or you're not an American. Shut up. 
Shut the hell up. All of those big three companies are American in name only. 95% of those fucking trucks comes from foreign countries. So shut the fuck up. Kyle says, can you tow anything with a hybrid ridgeline? I don't know. I think you can actually. I'll have to look it up. I don't want to do it right now, but I I was reading up about it. I think you actually can tow like 5,000 pounds with a fucking thing. Cole writes, the embellisher has no payments. That's a huge plus. If you spend a couple hundred every couple months, it's better than a payment every month. Yeah, but that's not, you got to understand. I've, I've put, uh, at least $3,000 this year into that thing. That's two fifty. I would rather spend the money on a brand new vehicle that I know isn't going to break down. I mean, what if I'm going up north and I got four dogs with me and I'm in the fucking truck? I'm going to end up getting killed. All right, don't go anywhere. I got to pee. There's only like 13 minutes left in the show. That's how bad I got to go.
I'm not lying to you. Um, let's see. I still like to know. It's like the last half hour of the show is sponsors. It's embarrassing. Really got out of hand today. Okay, I got a good fight I want to show you. This happened at the Clemson, Georgia game. Audio check, video check. You got guy in uh, white Clemson jersey taking on Georgia fan. I guess Georgia fan or the, I don't know what the other fan is. Uh, white Crocs guy. White Crocs guy. Uh, he gets rattled early, but then comes back strong. Oh, here we go. It seems to be the Okay, so White Crocs guy is the guy wearing the black top. Clemson guy slugs White Crocs guy. Right there. Good punch. Here we go. Kids wearing white Crocs with black socks. White Crocs connects. White Crocs guy connects and rattles Clemson fan. All these people are like, yeah, here we go. Here we go. For some reason, this guy's got a fucking Vanderbilt jersey on, I think. What an idiot. Oh, Crocs guy starts beating the shit out of him. And then bro guy is trying to break him up. And then he throws a punch at bro guy. Clemson, or the white Crocs guy falls back again. And now uh, Clemson guy is is now like, okay, I got my, my egg scrambled a little bit. I need to get out of this deal. Holy shit. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, nobody getting in to break it up. That's the key with these fights. No one break up the fight. Because if you try to break up the fight, you are going to get involved in the fight. You are going to start throwing punches. So don't, I mean, uh, that's the key. Stay out of it. Let these idiots settle it. And then uh, it'll all work out. They did kind of just calm down and say, good job. You're right. It kind of worked itself out. They probably just sit down. I mean, can you imagine if that happens to you and then uh, uh, nobody shows up to, like, throw you out and you just sit back down again and ha- you're, like, behind the guy, like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Hey, sorry about that. Or I mean, how does that work out? Because not all these fights have uh, security show up. But, you know, not bad. And I love that uh, that whole narration process. I think that that's the guy who uh, posted the video. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Kai- Kaiser Soze, which I think that's, what was that movie? What, it's from Usual Suspects. That's a oh. reference to. I love the narration. So not bad, not bad. Doubt I could sit in front of the guy who punched me without giving it a second thought. 
that he's still back there. Exactly. It would be so awkward. Holy shit. You know, I mean, where do you, where do you go from there once you fight? Uh, John Daly is an American treasure. Audio, check. Video, check. Eric, why do you always say that? Because I always mess that up. Okay, here he is. He's, um, it's a game day for the Arkansas Razorbacks. He's a big fan of them. He uh, does a TV appearance on the SEC network. And this is how it goes. He's supposed to do a segment called the Hillbilly Headlines. John Daly, uh, a former, well, he's still a golfer. He still golfs despite the fact that he doesn't really look like he could do anything athletically. He can still hit the shit out of the ball. Uh, basically, all he's done is uh, win a handful of majors. Everybody loves the guy, and he just gets drunk. He gets paid to be John Daly. Okay, here he is on the SEC Network. For John, why don't you start us with the Hillbilly headlines? Well, uh, you might not be able to hear that very well. I apologize in advance. Back, let me do that. Let me do this. Let me start the whole thing over again. God, I suck. Why don't you start us with the Hillbilly headlines? Well, I'm not gonna lie, I'm John. For John, why don't you start us with the Hillbilly headlines? Well, I'm not gonna lie, I'm John. I wish that clip were longer. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm drunk. This is a guy who <coughs> back in the day, um, he started to get out of uh, drinking. He actually tried to stop drinking. And this is a terrible decision um, because he is one of the rare people who is made to be drunk all the time. And I think he has some type of superpower where he can get drunk and he's going to live a long life. It's not going to kill him, though he looks like he's about to die. Okay. The only time he quit drinking, he started to go through the DTs, delirium tremors, which is a reaction to your body trying to, uh, uh, when you are drinking all the time and then you suddenly stop, that's not healthy. You got to, you, you got to, there's a medical way to do this, especially when you drink as much as John Daly does. So if you just stop drinking, your body's going to react terribly. And he started like shaking. He was sitting there on the course and he's like curled up in the fetal position. It was really fucked up and terrible. And everybody was concerned about him. And all of America was like, get this man some alcohol fast. Okay. Uh, do not have an intervention with John Daly. Get him, get him what, get him his medicine. And thank God he's, he went back to drinking, you know, and this is coming from of a recovering alcoholic me. Uh, no, do not try to get this man to go to AA. It is, it is unhealthy. He'll die. You must keep him drinking and he's happy. And he makes people happy. So fuck it. Let him drink. Who gives a shit? You know? Uh, he then goes and uh, he's walking around in the area where the uh, crowd is. And there's a, a bunch of bros. They're like, John, we love you. Come get a beer. Come get a beer. And he, he comes walking up. To, he's really fan friendly. I love this guy.
That's all he says. I got some good shit. And they love him. You see? Old golfer, all these young people love him. He, he's, he's branding himself as just a party guy. That's what you want. I love it. And then uh, here you got Daly is going to tee off to determine who's going to win the big game. And, of course, it's an exploding ball. And it's going to be white, red powder everywhere. You got the cheerleaders here. And you know who else you got here? Tim Tebow. That's right. Tim. And you know what? I think I missed that damn video. Shit. Let me go back and play that for you. Watch this. And I missed it again. (laughs) Let me do it. Uh, See, I didn't do audio check, video check, and fucked it all up. Audio check, video check. We got a beer for you. We got a beer beer for you. Oh, got a beer for you. I got some good shit. I got some good shit. Then he's got to hit the ball to determine who's going to win the big game or whatever the fuck it is. And look at this is Tim Tebow. He's all ripped. Daly's drunk. He loves Daly. Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! The ball came off the tee. Yes, boy, he can really rip the shit out of that ball. Did you see that? Got a great swing, despite. They just love him. We must protect this man. He drinks Diet Coke by the gallon. Aram writes, he looks so bad now. Are you crazy? What 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 is wrong with you today? Do you, why are you on the wrong side of everything today? All you've done is pick, pick, pick. Shut up. He looks wonderful. He's smiling. He's happy. People love him. What, what, what do you mean he looks bad? He doesn't look the way you think he should look. I think he looks terrific. Look at him. Wonderful smile. He looks better than you. Oh, so what? He's a little plump. That's okay. Look at this guy. He writes, celebrating alcoholism. Celebrating alcoholism, enabling a drunk is a great idea. Okay, it's celebrating John Daly. Take it from me, a 12-stepper. This is the right thing to do. Okay? There's an answer, and it's spelled A-A. Shut up, you teetotaling pricks. Come on, live a little. Keep the obituary in the chamber. What a bunch of assholes. Love daily, but he is a train wreck waiting to happen. You have to admit he is who he is and isn't going to change for anyone. This time. Yeah, what? so what? So what? Live and let live. Leave him alone, you assholes. My God, it's John Daly. He's a legend. He's happy, and so am I. Now, if John Daly comes out and says, oh, I'm so sick, I need help, well, then that's a different story. 
Aram says, are you saying he looks healthy? I'm saying he looks happy. You're the one who's being Mr. Negative Nilly the whole show. Okay? That's what you are. You're completely negative here. And we have no room for negativity on the show. You must remain positive, like me. Everybody loves John Daly. He looks terrific. I love him. I'm glad he's there. Uh, okay, I'm wrapping this show up. I've got Dale taking on Saul. Hey, Eric! In Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time for the live Patreon show. So I'm going to get out of here in just a minute. I'll finish with the asshole of the day. Yesterday it was Diana for almost getting Benny lost. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Hire me on there. Have me, uh, I, someone else wanted me to watch some stupid movie. I don't know if I want to go down that road anymore. Okay. Hire me for a cameo. Okay. If you want to hire me to watch a stupid movie, uh, let me know in advance and I'll raise the price to $100. But one and done. I'm not watching your stupid movies and providing a review anymore. It's way too much effort, way too much time. 15 bucks for me to bust your balls is entirely different. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Rick at TC Paintball. Today is Wednesday. That is Ladies' Day. That is Little League Day. Uh, TC Paintball, a full-service paintball facility. Two paintball pitches outdoor. You got uh, Airball and then The Village. Soon it'll cool down. We'll be indoors. Fully stocked pro shop. Everything you need. All the upgrades you can rent. Book a party for a Saturday at TC Paintball or drop in today. TCPaintballGR.com. Kent County Health Department reminds you, if you're traveling abroad, you need vaccine. You may need vaccinations. Go to accesskent.com slash health for more information. From the Kent County Health Department or vaccinations for your kids. September is National Vaccination Month. By the way, the Kent County Health Department just announced that the vaccinations, your booster shots for COVID um, are coming. And in fact, if you are a, uh, if you have my chart, starting next week, you can uh Book your next COVID vaccination. So I can't wait for that. It's going to be a blend of uh, Omicron uh, tailored towards people who may be susceptible to the Omicron virus and the original vaccination. It's a different blend. Now, each year, like, uh, you know, when you get a flu shot, it's a different flu shot. It's made differently each year. And uh, that's the way it's going to be with uh, COVID. And it's looking more and more now that as years pass, this will be a yearly vaccination. So keep that in mind. Keep an eye on your uh, my chart unless you're a stupid butt fuck and uh, likes rolling the dice on death. Thank you, Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. Uh, reach out to my friends 
at A&E Heating and Cooling whenever you need any uh, work done on your heating or cooling systems. Any type of uh, scheduled maintenance, preventative maintenance, emergency maintenance, they do it all. Maybe you need a new furnace or AC unit installed. They will install the best brand on the planet, the Comfort Maker, and you will pay less for it than anybody else. So the other guys are going to install their shit Lennox or Bryant shit. And you're going to pay a hell of a lot more for that than you would for Joe installing the number one brand of furnace and air conditioners as rated by Consumer Reports. Incredible. 616-516-8579. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. On the Patreon, uh, like I said, he got smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. And then after that, the Patreon bonus podcast. What are you waiting for? Why are you not signing up for Patreon? It is more of this awesomeness, uh, but even more so, it's 15 hours of programming, 15 plus hours of programming each week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The asshole of the day. Um, Okay. How many months now has it been that I've been struggling with this marker? It's absolute shit. So I want you to pretend that it says homeless people right here. Homeless people are your assholes of the day. You know, if homeless guy is on the side of the road with a sign that says homeless need help. I love him. If he takes a shit where shit goes and doesn't have sex on the uh, uh, restaurant table in the outdoor dining area. That I can handle. Otherwise, guilty till proven innocent. We've got a homeless problem in downtown Grand Rapids. It's disgusting. It's terrible. No socks till that's cleared up. I'm vowing to give away no more socks until homeless people stop shitting outside in front of businesses. Screw that. Uh, Send a marker. Next thing you know, it will be a bobblehead. Yeah, I do not accept gifts from audience members. Going forward, if I ever get a package from anyone, I don't give a shit who it is. I am sending it back and I'm not opening it. I do not want your gifts anymore. The second I get gifts from some crazy fuck like Pellerito, uh, then I've got them fucking hanging out at my house, sneaking around, putting bumper stickers in the back of my car. Fuck that kook. All right. That's going to do it. Have a good one. I will talk to you down the road. Love you. Bye-bye.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 